Hello, peeps. Welcome to another exciting episode of Everything at Once here in the studio. Today, I have C. Lion, a.k.a. C. Linda, a.k.a. Celinda, and she's going to be helping us out with this episode, and we got my main man, Scrub Diggity Dog, Dave. Hell yeah. Welcome to the show, guys. I'm glad you're all here. We're going to do something a little bit fun today for everybody called uh we're gonna call these the am i the asshole series and uh for those of you who aren't familiar there's a reddit a subreddit called am i the asshole where people post their stories on there and um ask reddit if they are the asshole in this situation and uh today we are going to conclusively determine whether or not these people are the asshole and uh hopefully you enjoy this this uh this show because we kind of want to do it periodically every now and then with everybody and uh if you guys think that we're wrong you know let us know on discord or post on the facebook page let us know what you think and uh if you think one of us is an asshole um that would be fun too let us know about that we're probably gonna let each other know that one of us is an asshole throughout this whole thing so um selinda's got our first am i the asshole ready to go i do and we're really excited to, uh, you know, judge some people about their uh, their life decisions. That's why they post it on the internet. That's why they post it on the internet. They right. got they need our input. Fair game. That's right. All right. So the first story I picked is, am I the asshole for kicking my husband out of the delivery room? I was in labor for 26 hours and was in a lot of pain as I didn't take an epidural. My husband was constantly on the phone, either playing games or talking with his bros, being really loud. When I asked him to please hang up, he'd hang up the phone and then like 10 minutes later call them back. He really wanted to talk to them because his friends went on a boys trip without him because I asked him to stay back so he could be here when I went into labor. They were calling to tell him about how their trip was going. He apologized to them blaming it on me being a nag. I was really annoyed and told him if I wanted to talk to his if he wanted to talk to his friends, he could do that elsewhere so I could be in pain and peace. He was like, "All right, fine baby, I'll just call them back later." So I had about 20 minutes of peace until his mom FaceTimed him where he proceeded to put me in the video call. His mom makes a comment about how she remembers when she was in labor with him and that she still did herself up. She even claims she looks so good, even the doctor was flirting with her. I was holding back everything inside of me to not say something, as I didn't want to disrespect my mother-in-law, but at the same time, she sometimes just makes the stupidest comments at the worst times, and that at this moment, I could not stand talking to her. A nurse ends up coming in and could tell I was upset and asked me if everything was all right, and I tell her I just really want to be alone. She ends up kicking out my husband, and in turn, he ends up missing the birth of our firstborn daughter because he left the hospital because he was pissed off that I got the nurse to kick him out of the room. He refused to come see his daughter afterwards because he was angry at me for kicking him out. My mother-in-law, who did visit me in the hospital, wouldn't stop talking about how I'm such a bad wife for removing my husband from the room. When I got home, he kept on bringing up how I ruined a moment of bonding with his daughter and how he could never forgive me for that. Am I the asshole for kicking my husband out of the delivery room because he was making phone calls? 
So, um, in my opinion, she's certainly not the asshole. She's not the asshole here. <laughs> you think. I think. Um, I'm certainly interested to hear what the two males in the room think. But um, the, the one thing that, like, really caught my attention was that he... So, he left the hospital completely when she kicked him out of the room. And he was calling his wife a nag for asking him to stay home so she would be there when she went into labor. Like, it didn't seem like he was very concerned about so, being there in so the So you're going to say that he's the asshole. He's obviously the asshole in this situation, but... Uh, Dave, no. you look like you have something to say. That's my opinion, so I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about this. Well, I think it all, you know, depends on, on the day of the week. Uh that all this was going on. Um, Why, you think it's better on a Tuesday? or? Well, I mean, like, if you keep up with, I mean, this might be a little outdated now, but as far as my understanding has gone for the last uh, couple decades of my life is, uh, you know, Saturday, Saturdays are for the boys. Saturdays okay. are for when this you crack open true. a cold one with right. the boys. Yeah, you crack open a cold one, you talk to your bros, you know, that'd be that'd be kind of painful to be missing out on on a Saturday, yeah. you know, even if there is like the birth of your your child your child going on so like you i think that should take priority a little bit though yeah, I mean, right well then he shouldn't be mad that she kicked him out she gave him opportunity to go hang out with the boys but then he still turned around he's salty about it afterwards. and was like oh you made me miss my bonding moment <laughs> yeah <laughs> is it wrong to i mean i i'm gonna go ahead right now before I get into this and be contrarian and say that I don't think she's the asshole, mm -hmm. but is it is it is it so wrong to have multiple bonding moments at the same time? Right, you can bond with the boys. You can bond. Just I bring mean, all the boys to the to hospital. the hospital. They could have had their boys' night at the hospital. Yeah, that would have been fine, probably. I, I'm not sure whether or not I'm going to decide whether if she's the asshole yet because I feel like she kind of is an asshole. First off, you know, Saturdays are for the boys, obviously. You got to respect the bro time. Everybody needs a healthy relationship with their friends. You can't just be up your wife or your girlfriend's ass all the time, and you need that space. Um, granted, she was right about making him stay home because she was afraid she was going to go into labor. And uh, But I don't think that, like... I think there was probably a better way to handle it than kicking him out of the hospital. She you know also what I mean? had been in labor for like 20 hours at that That's point. a long time. I mean, tensions are high. she take an epidural. So yeah, that's like, her fault. So, I yeah. mean, that, that might her be her first fault, but major I'm just mistake. saying that, that plays very much into your mindset as to like, just get this asshole the fuck out of my room. Well, I mean... <laughs> she didn't even say that, though. The nurse had to say it for her. Right. I mean, well... I think what it comes down to, and I, I don't agree with the way that, you know, he handled it. He should have maybe taken some uncomfortability. But, like, I wonder what led up before that. Like, is he just, like, this consider inconsiderate all the time? Right. Or was it, like, hours and hours and hours of her being in pain? She didn't want to talk to him anymore. So he was just doing other things to try to, like, ease maybe some tension in the room. Maybe some of his own personal tension. You know, that's a, that's a stressful moment. I mean... It, granted the women are taking the brunt of that stress in that situation but as a dad or i'm not really a dad i'm like a dog dad but i feel like if austin was being if if Celinda was birthing austin i would be kind of stressed out in that situation you know what i mean right. i'd be kind of so looking for support for from the boys <laughs> yeah i need like, support from like, the boys so so 
in all seriousness, though, and again, this is something that, you know, he should handle on his own time, but, like, maybe this guy is just, like, totally, um... Oblivious. Maybe he's a grade-A doucher. No, maybe he's he's a grade-A doucher, or maybe he's, like, a product, or, like, uh, allows himself to be enveloped in toxic masculinity masculinity to the point where, um... Instead of, like, talking about his feelings in the moment, the way that he processes them is, like, getting on the phone with the boys right. to, like, talk to them because he's just, like... I mean, that's a highly emotional moment, having a child. They didn't say if it was their first one or not. I'm assuming... Um, I would kinda, think that it was the first one. I got the vibe that it was their first one, but they, she did not say that specifically. Because if it was, like, the fifth or sixth one, you know, I could see, like, oh... Here we go again. Yeah. Usually about the fifth or yeah. sixth, dude, they're just, like, popping them right out, too. That's, like, a, an hour-long yeah. thing. Who calls, uh... You know who's really... You know why he's really, like, the asshole in this situation is, like, who calls somebody a nag anymore? Are they, right. Like, yeah. They, is it, like... Are they British? You know? Right. Maybe. I mean, I don't I don't. It doesn't really say so. the location. Yeah, it doesn't say, right. but... Right, it's a worldwide thing. But this like, is true. Like, is, is he, like... 80 you yeah. know like <laughs> i also i imagine this guy being like both of these people being very like well to do for the most part and he likes to go kick it with the boys and that's like his thing and they don't really have to deal with very much stress outside of that i feel like they live a, a good lifestyle or a cushy lifestyle not to say that any lifestyle is easier than the others but i feel like they don't have a lot of issues as like uh human beings functioning in society right yeah and i think i think he's definitely the asshole for um being on the phone and doing all these sorts of things uh while his wife's in labor but i i wonder if i also think he's a pussy for fucking just leaving the hospital right, entirely. That's what I mean. he's definitely a pussy like he just left like what a little bitch yeah dude like are you in your feelings right now sir like just sit in the waiting room calm yeah, down chill out for a second yeah realize you need to put some respect on your wife's name or your girlfriend whatever yeah and go back in there and fucking cheer on or whatever it is you're doing i don't know man i just know that if i was in labor for like 20 hours and the father of my child was on the phone and called me a nag i would gather the strength to get out of the bed and smack him in the face i thought that she calls him a nag or he he calls calls her her a nag nag because she asked him to stay home Home with the boys yeah but that's like before she even goes into labor no she's in labor while all of that's happening oh she's like in the room while she's in labor like like, i'm trying to go with the boys he's like oh this sucks i'm so jealous it's because my wife is a nag (laughs) wow with with our our daughter while she's birthing a human god this bitch is such a nag yeah i wonder what you always get like this is just one side of the story. I wonder. I would say he's more of a pussy if they just like kicked him out of the room and just without a, a fight he left. I'm not saying he should be like physically accosting people. That's not right. But like if I got kicked out of the room, I'd probably see like the error in my ways and at least try to right. talk my way back into getting in right. there. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I totally feel that. Um, I guess. So, so what are you determining? Is, is, is she the asshole in this situation, or is he the asshole? I say he's the asshole. The only thing that I would maybe have is like a, uh, a judgment against her is using the nurse as yeah. like the finality. Oh, to kick him out? To kick him out. Like, 
I do you think like she tried to I kick him out? I understand that because she is like, in a, she's already like mad at him and it's just easier. Like for her to deal with the stress of him, like complaining about you're going to kick me out of the room versus like the nurse is kind of like in authority in that yeah, situation. She's probably a tough bitch. She can just <laughs> be like, listen, like everybody needs to leave the room. And maybe she tried to do it in a way that like didn't hurt his feelings as much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like if his his wife is like, I need you to leave, I feel like that would be a lot more hurtful. To I feel him. like the nurse is probably pretty annoyed with him at this point too. Right. Oh, yeah. She's probably like, get the heck out of here. Your wife doesn't want you here anymore. Go talk to the boys outside. <laughs> right. And he's like, oh, fuck you. I'm leaving the hospital. I think uh, I think the whole side of his family wins the asshole award because, like, not only not only is he a, a grade-A douche in this, but he gets his mom on FaceTime. And all oh, she yeah. can say is, like, oh, I looked so much better. Yeah, you're than ugly. You right. You're ugly giving birth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You don't look your best right now. Right. I got hit on in in the room, right. you know, and you you don't even have eyeliner on. Yeah. You know, like how fucking p- disgraceful. Irresponsible. How pathetic, you know? So maybe maybe uh maybe she's the 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 ultimate asshole in the situation. This the mother? Yeah. In law? Yeah. Mother-in-law. I mean, she she obviously from the very short story there passed on quite a few not good qualities yeah. to, to her, her son. son. Yeah. I bet you she spoiled him rotten. I I think that I'm going to go with... I'm going to call her the asshole. Ooh. I'm going to go... I'm going to call her the asshole. Um, the mother-in-law is definitely an asshole, but I think she's... Her assholeness caused him to leave. You know what I mean? She couldn't, like, have a fucking discussion with her husband. She's in labor. And be like, look, I really need you to pay the fuck attention to me, and we're I'm giving a uh, giving giving birth right here, and you're fucking dicking around, pissing me off, just fucking sit still for like three minutes and hold my hand, and instead she's like sends the nurse over. I mean, but she did like she had asked him to get off the phone. She and did. Like, yeah, she said earlier in the story like. But the final like, straw was sending the nurse after him. Right. Because she had already probably been asking him over 20 hours of labor. You think like, so? Hey. Well, that's not in the story, so I can't. I'm story. only going strictly right. off what I hear. Right, right, right. So I imagine this guy was talking on the phone. And it's a pretty long story. I feel like she put a good amount of detail. If that argument like went on about her like yelling at him for longer than just like the one incident on the phone, then I would say that he's the asshole. But just going from like one thing like straight to sending the nurse the pit bull after him to get the fuck out of the hospital it makes her the asshole instead of like being able to talk to him i mean she's in labor she's in a lot of pain and i understand that it's not an easy time for anybody to really communicate well but i think that he would have responded a lot better from her uh like talking to him and telling him to chill the fuck out than her uh leaving and plus you know uh, I always stick up for the boys, dude. I always advocate for the boys. <laughs> so I think I just want to add one thing in because I want to hear what, what Celinda's final uh, say on it is. But before that, I've heard that, um, you know, 
the the equivalent, even though it doesn't last as long, to childbirth for men right. is like the the pain you have when you get kicked in the balls or like hit in the balls, you know. Right. So imagine getting like kicked in the balls for like twenty hours straight. Yeah. And your wife is just like, oh, I wish I was with the girls. You right. Know? Yeah. Right. Like, that wouldn't be good. So like I can, you know. I wouldn't tell her to fucking leave though. After 20 hours of it? Mm, I don't know. I I guess so. I'm kind of a wimp, dude. I can't really yeah. say. I get... and, then, and then her dad gets on the phone and is like... And he's like, wow, I looked so much better when I was getting kicked in the balls. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I took that like a champ, son. I was, right. I was, you know, benching 250 while I was getting fucking kicked in the gonads. Right. You know, like you old nag motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so you guys, Dave's st- sticking with he's the asshole. She is not the asshole. She's not the asshole. Celinda's saying she is not the asshole. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say she's the fucking asshole. All right. And it, Dave, have you ever heard of those devices that will simulate childbirth? I have. Through like electric shock? Yeah, I don't. Do you have any interest in trying one out with me? We could do it on the podcast. I mean, we could. That I, You know You'd what? You have to live stream that one. You know what? Yeah, let's do it. All right, somebody, listeners out there. Interplanetary, international, across the globe, here in Erie, Pennsylvania, wherever you are, get me and Dave a simulated birth device so we can live stream us simulating birth and see how bad it really is. You know what I mean? If, if this lady really needed to kick her fucking husband out or her boyfriend or whatever out of the room because it's that serious because, I don't know, I think that they're kind of faking it. I think... I think if they might be faking it. I think if either one of us lasted more than like ten minutes with that thing on, no, I have no faith that Tony would last more than two minutes. Wow, (laughs) wow! I can't even believe what I'm hearing right now. Hey, I think I think I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a bitch when it comes to pain. I'm sure I wouldn't be able to make. Dude, I jump in like freezing lakes for fucking fun. That's not the same thing. Oh, that's definitely not the same. Yeah, but it shows my willingness to go into extremely uncomfortable situations for shits and gigs. Yeah, I still. Yeah, but I I, five minutes or less for sure, one hundred percent. I would bet money on it. How much money are we talking? <laughs> if we bet enough money, I will stay in that thing for fucking days. <laughs> days. That's how That's how serious I am about my gambling addiction. Mm. And I will do anything it takes to win. Uh, 1-800. Gamblers Anonymous? Gamblers yeah. Anonymous. That's not the number, but I can get you a pamphlet. I don't need that, dude. Things are going great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, though. That's only for losers and quitters. It's like, it's like I recently saw in a meme... When you gamble, you can uh, you can win two thousand percent of what you put in, but you can only lose a hundred percent of what you have. Exactly, yeah. dude. It there makes sense go. mathematically. That's great logic. Yeah. Mathematically, it makes sense. Right. It makes a lot of sense. Right. I've been telling Celinda for the past year that we've been together. We just celebrated an anniversary. That the keys to our financial freedom lie in gambling and stonks. Stonks is is a good way to do it long term. Gambling. We can have, we can talk about that. I can talk about that for an hour, and and disagree with you. I I think that's the key to my financial freedom. It's okay, Dave. Nothing you're gonna say anyway is gonna change my mind. Um, it's very, so very open-minded of you, Dave. Do you have an "Am I the asshole?" prepared? I sure do. Oh man, I'm ready for this next one. Oh. I'm gonna see if I can go three for three, or however many of these we do against you guys, and justify it somehow. That's my new goal. Okay. Just to go against the grain, maybe, unless I can really, like, 
unless I'm super sure and you guys seem right, but who knows? Anything could happen. So I'm going to, I was bouncing between a few of them, but I'm going to stick with this one. All right, hit me. I'm ready. Am I the asshole for locking my wife out of our room to watch the Better Call Saul finale? Okay. Have you watched the Better Call Saul finale? I have not. Me either. I do like the show, though. I've never seen the show. You've never seen Breaking Bad either? No. Oh, my God. Get the... (laughs) You're you're off the podcast. You're (laughs) off the podcast. Get out of here. No, Leave. All right. Sorry, Dave. Oh, you're good. So, here's the background. For those who aren't aware, on Monday, the last episode of Better Call Saul came out. I've been watching since 2015, so to say I'm a bit invested in the show is an understatement. I, 45 male was about 10 minutes in when my wife, 41 female, came into the room on the phone with her sister, just casually talking and joking around. Obviously, this made it hard to watch, so I asked her to take her call to the living room or something, but she didn't really react. She has a habit of walking around when she's on the phone, so when she left the room, I locked the door behind her. Sure enough, five minutes later, the doorknob rustles, but I guess she got the message because she didn't try to come in again. About an hour later, I head down to the living room and she asks if I seriously locked the door. She wasn't seriously angry or anything, but she did seem a bit annoyed. I apologized to her, but then our son, who overheard, asks why I'm apologizing when she picked the one place in the house that could annoy me and has been doing it for weeks. Wow. My wife said she hadn't thought about it that way and apologized to me. I thought that everything was fine, but over the past two days, I've noticed it's almost like my wife is making a point not to be in the same room as me when she's on the phone. I feel like I should have been more clear that I would prefer not to be distracted when I'm watching instead of being so abrupt, so I do kind of feel like an asshole. Hmm. It's an interesting situation we got going on. A lot of different family dynamics. A lot of passive aggressiveness. Mm. I don't don't know that I would describe that as passive aggressive. The wife? Oh, the wife, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wife's definitely being passive aggressive. I'm just going to start it out easy and just be like, I think I'm just going to agree with the boys on this one. I don't think he's the asshole. So you agree? I, I agree. I don't think he's I'm an asshole I'm going with the boys all the way through. Us boys got to stick together, right, Dave? No. No. <laughs> you, do you think he's the asshole? You think he's the asshole? This one kind of, I, I personally picked this one out because it triggers an old memory of mine. So uh, I remember back in my college days, uh, uh, it was right when The Walking Dead first came out. And um, my friends would all get together and and watch the show. And it was, you know, a house that I always hung out with. So I happened to be there on Sunday nights. Thing with me is, is you know, I'd, I'd get a little, little uh, inebriated. And I didn't care for the show because I think zombie shows are stupid. That's another discussion for another time. And I would get consistently kicked out of the room when I was just trying to hang with the homies. So I would have to go sit in the side room every Sunday. By yourself? Until The Walking Dead was over. Wow. Okay. So I think that... um, Sounds like a shameful experience. It was a very very hard thing to get through. Um, Poor guy. Knowing that you're less important to the people around you than some fictional characters on a on a <laughs> on a television screen. <laughs> right. So Jeez. So um I would say he's the asshole. The only reason besides that I'd say he's the asshole is because we live in fucking twenty twenty two. Um it's not like he has to watch the TV live. He could have paused the show a million times while she was in the was in the room. You know, he could pause the show, 
and then just continue on with it when she's done, or at least pause it enough to go, hey, honey, you know, this, this, and that, not wait for her to walk out of the room while she's still on the phone, and lock her out. Well, I, I like your logic there, Dave, but I do think it's flawed, because first off, like, in your situation, you're, like, trying to kick it with the bros, right? You're trying to hang out and, you know, chill with the boys, and they're, like, telling you to shut up because they're trying to watch The Walking Dead. Pretty much. Exactly. In, in, in this situation, though, the Am I the Asshole, he, the wife is not trying to chill with him at all. She's talking to her sister on the phone. She's just doing it in the same room as him. So it's not even like she's trying to get his attention or spend time with him. She's like off in her own little world and just in the same like area so if you're on the phone while i guess i'm i flip-flopped on these but if you're on the phone while your wife's given childbirth it's appropriate to <laughs> kick them out of the room but if you're on the phone when uh or i guess it's the same if you're on the phone when you're given childbirth or if or if right. uh you're your watching your partner's dead. on the phone while you're trying to watch Better Call Saul. You're just not the asshole for kicking them out. Right. So right. basically, See, I'm if just you're siding ever with the on, boys. If you're ever on the phone, no, you sided. The boys are never the asshole. You you flip flopped on this one because for, from the last one to this one, just on that point. So you're sticking with the boys. You're I'm consistent. sticking with the boys, dude. You're consistent. So um. I say both times if somebody's on the phone, it's appropriate just kick them the fuck out of the room. So he's not the asshole. The, well, how do he's you guys, not the asshole. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said from the beginning for this one. How do you feel about her passive aggressiveness afterwards, though? I, I think it's just an overreaction. I mean, I feel like I immediately felt like he's not the asshole because, like, personally, I get very invested in fictional characters and TV shows. It's better than real life. So Let's be honest. <laughs> I like I can see myself doing that. Like if it was me and you and I was like trying to watch a finale of some show that I've been watching since like 2015 mm -hmm. and you just were like walked in the room and you were on the phone just talking and I was like, hey, can you like go to the other room and, talk? and you just like ignored me? I would lock you out. But I would 100% lock you out of the room. See, but uh, the thing is, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, right, oh, okay. Right, that's what I mean. And like, I wouldn't if you passively, did it to aggressively me, stalk around the house either. away from you for days. But that's a, that's assertive, and assertive is okay. Um, yeah. he, the way that story made it sound, though, he didn't ask her to leave the room. He waited till she, she got up and left. And he then said in the, the story, like, when she was first in there, like, can you go to the other room? But she was, like, in her own world. Oh, well, then... I, mean, I guess I, I forgot that already. My brain's not what it used to be. Right. Um, well, maybe he should have said it louder. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe he should have, but or also, like, she should have realized that he was watching his favorite show and it was the finale and she should not have been in there talking on the phone. I'd, right. like, I'd like to know if she's, like, the only person that works. Like, is she the breadwinner? If he's a stay-at-home husband dad this and makes she's a difference. paying all the bills right it's like uh, you're not gonna tell me to get out of my room right, right? you know it could be that kind of situation it could Maybe. be i mean if if you're 45 years old and you can't pause the tv during better call saul because you're so invested in it uh then maybe 
I mean, I don't know. I can understand that sentiment. Like, he could have paused it, but, like, he just wants to fucking watch the show. Like, he's sitting in the room by himself. He just wants to watch the show. And the child even notices it, too. Right. Like, this is a... This appears to be, like, a habitual behavior on the wife's side. Enough that, like, a child... Doesn't really say how old the child is, but they notice. You know, they see that mom is always annoying dad and talking on the phone when he's trying to it doesn't even sound like it's something that she does all the time it's just like this one instance he just really wanted to watch a show and like because i understand like walking around like while you're on the phone like walking around and talking because i do the same thing right but like he said there i mean there are a bunch of rooms for her to walk around in and talk on the phone like she didn't have to be in that one room so i guess the last uh, caveat to it would be now i didn't mention the age in there i passed over it but the son was 17 he said okay okay Okay. so she's on the phone with her sister and like they have their son in the house what if they're talking about something that she doesn't want her son overhearing you know what if it's like a a safe space thing so she's in the room with her husband not everything is meant for the 17 year old that's true right but i mean it sounded like she was just wandering yeah, it's true. I'm just trying to stand up for right. her because I have a personal deep resentment. People kicking you out of the room. Yeah. I mean, if you could just be quiet while you were in the room, they probably wouldn't have kicked you out, Dave. Well, <laughs> and and the thing is, is that like Dave was trying to hang out with the boys. He's trying yeah. to be like a right. good friend. But the She's boys like, were trying, just doing her own shit. He was just trying to do his own activity. It sounded like the boys had an activity that they were trying to do. Yeah, but and Dave act- wanted to do his own activity. Yeah, but their activity was fucking stupid. <laughs> right, right. So who's wrong if it's boys against boys? I'm still staying, sticking with the boys, dude. I'm going know, with the boys all saying. the way which, through. Which group of boys, though? The ones that wanted to watch The Walking Dead or the ones that... Not Dave. <laughs> Not Dave. <laughs> you, you guys are... are probably correct but i'm not i'm gonna stand my ground on this say one. he's the asshole say he's the asshole you can you can if you know that's how your wife is you know if you know how that that's how your partner is and he makes it sound like it's just something i think he says explicitly in there that's something she regularly does right so like with the way that that technology is nowadays you know he pause the show record it turn it back on when she's asleep or when she's you know doing something else Word. So Dave's going to go out on the limb and be the only person who says they are an asshole on this one. I'm yeah. glad that somebody is, is providing us with a, with a devil's advocate to go against the grain in these situations. We're all not just unanimously agreeing. It wouldn't be a very fun show then, I think. No. And we'll post Better Call Saul. Come on. I mean, it's a good show, but like, it's not like... Uh, Breaking Bad. It's not like a... a, a ornithology documentary <laughs> national geographic something, or something actually important yeah, right planet earth or something like that you exactly know? yeah i don't know i haven't seen the new season i do like better call saul and breaking bad though but uh now that we've all decided order in the courtroom cheers um i'm gonna read mine that i picked out um this is about uh, a 15 year old okay so i'm gonna read the story now i know the title sounds like i'm an entitled brat but let me explain I, 15-year-old male, bought my car about two months ago for about $3,000. It is a nice used Ford car, which is perfect for driving me to school and back. I have worked since since I turned 14 to gather enough money to buy the car, and I am still currently working to pay the insurance. My parents have not given me a penny to help pay for this car. They always say, if you want nice things, you will have to go out and pay for them yourself, which I have no problem doing. Now the problem starts when my little brother, 10-year-old male, 
has a tennis match that my parents tell me I have to pick him up and drop him off for because they wanted to watch a movie. Usually, I would have no problem doing this, but this particular night, I had one of my biggest marching band competitions, so I wouldn't be able to do it. They said I would have to figure something out. We came to a compromise, and I told them I could do it, but my little brother would have to be about 45 minutes to an hour late the day of the competition, or I would have to be, oh shoot, my little brother would be about 45 minutes to an hour early to the match and would have to stay about an hour late. The day of the competition and my little brother's tennis match, so I get ready to take him to school for his tennis and I go to my marching band competition. As expected, he was about 45 minutes early and had to stay one hour late. Keep in mind, he was completely okay with staying longer. He just played on his phone and played with friends before and after. When I picked him up, I went to get ice cream from Dairy Queen. When we got home, I was greeted by my parents with angry looks on their face. They yelled at my brother to go to his room immediately, and he did. One, he was... One, he was gone. I'm reading this verbatim here. This kid is definitely 15 years old. One, he was gone. They started shouting at me for taking my brother too early and not staying to watch his game. Picking him up late and giving him ice cream when they think... When, they, when he is on a strict diet that they put him on because they think he's too fat, when in reality, he's a perfectly normal weight for a boy his age. My dad then put his hand out and demanded my car keys um, and said, you are irresponsible with your car and need to get it taken away. You will get them back when you learn to... Oh, shoot. You'll take them back, take your brother to any sports-related things he needed. And other than that... You don't need them. I gripped my keys harder and told them, no, I will not give you something that is mine. I was fuming with rage. I swear I was bright red. They screamed at me, driving is a privilege that we can take away whenever we feel. I didn't say anything, but I walked away, got in my car, and drove to my friend's house. My friend is on my side, but his mom and some of my other friends say that I'm in the wrong. So, am I the asshole? Well, his parents sound like assholes for sure. Parents definitely sound like assholes. The parents are the assholes. Yeah. I think um, if he's got like a marching band competition and like his brother has a sporting event and these are like, you know, kind of like big, big moments I feel like in childhood. Why aren't you there as a parent watching it? You're watching it. You're going to the movies. Right. Watching a movie. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. I thought I, that's what really stuck out to me. It's not like it was just like a practice or something. Like these are like the actual events, events yeah. right? And they're Been like training for exactly. And they're like your brother's fucking fat ass, and you know he's got to be a sports machine. You know you don't feed him ice cream, but we're not going to. We're watch also him play. not going to show up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I can't help but think they're the assholes in this situation. Yeah. He's uh, he's definitely not the asshole in this situation. I mean, he bought this car himself. Like I could understand if his parents paid for the car, or the car was in their name or something. But like, he purchased this car with his own money, and it sounds like the car is probably in his name. So I don't really think they have any right to take the car away from him. And then also, like I was in marching band, and that is a lot of work. Competitions mean a lot. And so, like, he's worked really hard to go to that competition. And uh, he sounds like he told his parents beforehand that, like, his little brother was going to be early and then late 
Right. Said, they we said to sort to, it out. We came to a compromise. Yeah. And he, they said to figure it out. And so he did figure it out. And then the way he figured it out wasn't what they wanted. And so <laughs> they were just assholes about it. I don't think he's an asshole. Uh, it sounded like they were, he was more mad. His dad was more mad, not that they showed up later, but that they showed up with ice cream. Yeah. Right. You know, which I, there's a lot of stuff to unpack there about why these parents aren't. Now I could see if like, you know, maybe the the kid has, the younger brother has like a strict diet that maybe his doctor put him on that his parents Maybe he has have diabetes. To, yeah, that his parents have to regulate. Then I could see it. Right. You know, but like, I still don't, I don't see why that would merit, um. Taking away the car. Taking away the car. Yeah. I think the parents are definitely assholes in this situation, but I'm going to go out on a limb here, dude. I'm going to wildly speculate, because that's what I like to do, that the little brother manipulated this whole situation and did it on purpose just to get his older brother in trouble. Mm. That's pretty pretty diabolical. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's like just mad because cool. his parents are fat shaming him, so. Yeah, maybe he's just wanted ice cream for like months and <laughs> he knew this would be the way to get it. He's like, no, mom and dad, you deserve a night to yourselves to go watch right. a movie and, you know. Older brother can take me to, to practice or to my game. Bobby's got that nice new car. He can drive. He won't care. Do right. you care driving him? No, I don't care. See, go watch the movie. Fuck our sports, you know. Right. Fuck our competition. Right. I don't need you there. Yeah. See, that's no. that's suspicious. Suspicious. There's a there's a couple things that are suspicious that is going on here, but uh maybe he did just want the ice cream. Maybe he wanted the ice cream. <laughs> maybe he wanted the ice cream. I can tell you who's for sure not the asshole to me is the, the boy, f- the 15-year-old. Yeah, definitely not. He's not the asshole in any part of this. Where do you think the parental rights are drawn there though? Like you you have to respect and listen to your parents. Selinda doesn't know because she was a heathen her whole life. Right, I never had any discipline or rules. But I think that his parents have made this point that, like, oh, if you want nice things, you have to go out there and get them. And then when he goes and gets them, they don't have the right to take that away. But that's, like, a respectable parent thing to do. You know what I mean? What? You, like, make your kid work for his shit. Right, I, so it's his shit. I mean... Like, you're trying to teach him autonomy, and you are negating that lesson by just saying, well, I can just take it away whenever well, I want. I think I think that it depends on uh, uh, the severity of what you right. do. Because yeah. it could also be a good example... Like, say, I know this wasn't the case, but say he goes out and buys his own car and it's his property. And then, like, let's say it's something that, you know, maybe I would or would have not have done when I was that age and go and get, like, smashed at a party. Right. And then drive home. Like, in that case, I would be like, give me those keys. Right. And it, it like, simulates what the law would do right. to you, you know? Like, in this situation, I don't think they had the right. But even if there's certain situations where even if you, like, earn it yourself, that as a parent, it's a you responsible it thing to do to take right. it away. Yeah, if he's doing something dangerous, then I can understand that. But, I like, like they're his... just, like, mad because... They gave him ice cream. Right. Yeah. Isn't that not dangerous? <laughs> I mean, they're like, that dangerous might be dangerous. the little brother's weight, apparently. Yeah. The little brother's obviously the favorite in this situation, right. too. Right. Clearly. Did it, did it say what kind of sport and event it was? It's a tennis match. Oh, tennis. Okay. Because I was going to say if it was, like wrestling or something which you know where you had to watch your weight mm-hmm. you know that maybe eating that ice cream would would make it di- i mean that's a whole different subject though altogether but like 
I just want to know, there has to be more behind, like, the ice cream. Like, he's a 15-year-old, too, so maybe he can't, like, fully conceptualize why his parents don't want to give, like, his little brother. I, I kind of agree with you. I think the little brother might have been conniving all this right whole from situation. The, right, right it doesn't make sense. Gate. It doesn't it, make sense. It doesn't make sense. Especially like, with parents that seem pretty reasonable and logical, you know what I mean? They're trying to encourage good uh, work ethic and whatnot in their child. and uh, They're almost like like paradoxical. Like It's like yeah. they instill these strong like beliefs and like you have to work hard and get everything and sound like you know, you know, great parents or whatever, and then they're like, we're not going to go to your sport and events, right. and we're going to fetch it. Like, I know it, not everybody follows, like, a straight line, but it's just, like, so, like, opposite. They like, sound just, like, really lazy and irresponsible. Like, they don't want to help their son, like, to get anything. So, like, okay, you go out and get a job, uh, and, like, you take care of yourself. We're not going to do anything to help you. But those kind of kids don't really get... I feel like those kinds of kids don't get involved in tennis... Or marching band. Or marching band. I was in marching band. I had very irresponsible parents. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that marching band's kind of for nerds, Linda. Well, so. I'm a fucking nerd. What are you going to yeah. do about it? I'm a nerd, too. Yeah. But I think that kids like that might, would because, I mean, they don't want to be at home with their asshole parents. That's also true. Maybe they're trying to avoid that. Right. That's true. But there's a whole lot of... Uh, I mean, maybe he just has, like, a loyalty or a strong bond with his brother. Because I feel like, you know, if your parents are that big of assholes, mm-hmm. then you wouldn't be, like, so inclined to jump and do everything that you they want you to do, you know? Right. Did you give your sister lots of rides places when you had... No. A- <laughs> Me and my sister were enemies. <laughs> we were hardcore See, enemies. this plays into the whole situation of the little brother being the asshole. <laughs> mm Maybe. How far apart are you and your sister? Four years. See? This kid was 10 and 15. Pretty much the they're, same They're depth. definitely enemies. And I'm sure, I bet you the little brother just manipulated the parents the whole time and told them that he was lonely and cold and didn't have anything to do. And his going an hour early to his match, like, messed up his whole thing. And staying an hour late was even worse. And then, like, the uh, if we're following the, the old... Uh, stereotypes the older brother's in the marching band and the younger brother's a a, a jock tennis right. player you know fat so one, like, right maybe the, the little brother is like a bully maybe he, he is bully a bully in the making you know like picking on the marching band kids yeah. he's maybe he was just like go get me some ice cream fucking nerd you right. know and like so he got it for him and then he's like am i fat and he's like no you're your body's fine you know it's like goddamn right it's perfectly normal for your age you know and the parents are like he's 200 pounds (laughs) why do you think we got him the tennis racket you know like he's gonna lose his feet from diabetes you know (laughs) it could be true but i I imagine the little brother being real nice the whole time and playing it off like perfectly you know what i mean being like to the brother everything's super cool everything's great that's fine and then he's just like texting mom and dad all this fucking horrible shit how he like he left me here for an hour ass first and like punched me in the face and told me i was stupid and force fed me ice cream i I, didn't even want it (laughs) i i I happen to have this image in my head now of this 10 year old brother being like a a real life eric cartman (laughs) you know how he's just like so nice and sweet to get what he wants Mm -hmm. and then when it all unfolds 
you're like, this guy was just like a total like complete you know, sociopath, manipulating asshole like him with what? What's the dude's name? Scott Teneman. Yeah. Where like he gets Feeds him to him eat his parents, his parents right. you know? Yeah. yeah. This could be it. Could be. So, where do we stand? This kid, I feel like it. We've all agreed is definitely the asshole. No, he's not no, the, the asshole. The he's drunk. not the asshole. He's not the asshole. So, the fifteen-year-old. Car driving. The little brothers slash parents are the assholes. I'm not even gonna put it on the parents. I am. I'm I'm gonna go 100% all in on the little brother being Eric Cartman and a fat piece of shit who hates his older brother because his older brother has friends in marching band and he doesn't have any at all in tennis. I think that I'm sure he sucks. He's a wonderful. uh, He's not. Uh, his character isn't isn't uh, harmed by his body size, but the little brother is the asshole. The little brother's the asshole. Mm-hmm. The little brother's the asshole. I, yeah, I've I've come to agree with your side of wow things here. Guess that's what happens every once in a while. Don't get used to it. <laughs> so we are all all pretty unanimous on this one, other mm-hmm. than me not putting any blame on the parents and going squarely on my wild beliefs that have completely wasn't even mentioned in the story that the little brother is the fucking asshole well sometimes you gotta like the best stories you know you fill you gotta read the between the lines right. own, yeah. you know yeah. you gotta read between the lines and i'm not saying this guy's like this kid's like a hemingway here but like he definitely leaves some open-ended uh points for discussion here. right right okay concluded i think we got enough time point. on this one on this episode for one more Am I the Asshole. How do you want to do it? Do you want to do another one? Sure. Slinda? You guys want to hear this? I feel like this one's pretty funny. Okay. Um, let okay. it rip. So, am I the asshole for having a dinner party and not using garlic for the food while still drinking alcohol? All right. This mm. is... This is extremely weird, and I apologize in advance for how stupid you're going to think this whole thing is. I can't believe this became a conflict. With the weather being so nice, I decided it'd be nice to have a fun little dinner party. I invited everyone and their significant others if they had them. One of the significant others is Rick. I have always gotten along with him just fine, but he is one of those guys who tries to make the most bizarre things into his entire personality. The biggest one is that he's a huge garlic guy. He's one of those guys who makes a huge deal out of how he uses 400 cloves of garlic in a dish. I don't eat garlic. I have GERD from purging, and unfortunately, the biggest triggers for me are alcohol and garlic. I'm okay with cooked onions. For some reason, in the past two years, my sensitivity to garlic has gotten worse. So I didn't use garlic in the dishes I made. Not a huge deal, right? I have a pantry full of any other spices in the world, and I'm not shy about using them. We were eating, and I got some compliments on the food. It wasn't anything special, but Rick said that he felt like he liked it, but felt the food was missing something and asked how much garlic I used. I said, I don't eat garlic, so I didn't include it. He scoffed and was like, how can you not use the most basic ingredient to most meals? That's why it tastes like this. He made a big, exaggerated face and put the food down. He then asked why I'd have a dinner party if I had such a limited palate that he wouldn't have had people over for Thanksgiving dinner if he was a vegetarian. I said, I have GERD, dude. Garlic triggers it. 
He pointed out that I was drinking alcohol. I said, yes, I was in fact drinking one hard seltzer that I had flattened and that these are the only alcoholic beverages I can drink and that I was also only having one uh, just in case my body changes its mind. He and I went back and forth until his girlfriend, the one who is actually my friend, told him to chill. Rick got kind of louder and was laughing like, come on guys, am I really the asshole here with his hands out? One of the other guys said that it was a little weird, but not a big deal. Anyway, it's a month later, and Rick still won't drop it. He wow. keeps insisting that it was a douchey slash selfish hosting move to drink the alcohol but not cook with the garlic because garlic goes in everything. So now I'm curious and thought this would be a fun low-stakes question for you all. Am I the asshole? So This seems not low stakes at all. This is very high stakes very right stake, now. Very high stakes. And before I before I put my part of Wayne in, I think this would be a great um, origin story for like a Van Helsing Dracula thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Like how it she's all so began. mad. <laughs> That's how he figures out that she's out. a vampire. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And she he's like so garlic. pissed he's so pissed about it because like he murders you know vampires right. and right he had his suspicions makes sense yeah i'm a mental note of that absolutely right if you ever have somebody who's not cooking with garlic you should they probably have automatically assume that they're them a vampire right directly in the chest right. with a wooden don't stake even ask any questions right away honestly do you think this guy's got like a like a like a garlic kink or something <laughs> like why is he so mad about it like I don't think that, I mean, if you're hosting a party, then, I mean, if, if, if people you have come in that are friends have allergies right. and right. you continue to cook with it, I like, I'm allergic to, to latex, so if you guys had a party and, you know, like, I'm allergic to balloons and I walk in the door and you got a clown fucking <laughs> blowing up animals, I'm going to be a little upset about it, Yeah, you know, um, but... Just because you specifically like a type of food shouldn't mean that that the host needs to cater to you, especially when there's a party of people there. Yeah, this guy's like that dude who keeps like hot sauce strap. He has like a special attachment to his belt <laughs> for right. hot sauce to keep that motherfucking thing on him. That's what he needs to start doing, apparently. Like because garlic salt. Yeah, bow, 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 bow. he needs to have it on him in case there's not enough garlic in the food that other people are cooking for him. Right. Everybody seemed to like it too. That she said. Right. Uh, or he said, or whoever, I don't think it identified, but uh, that everybody liked the food, enjoyed it, and got good remarks from every other than this dude. Right. And he said that it was, that he liked it before she said there was no garlic and in it. And then he hated it. And then he was like, no, this is for peasants. Well, yeah, yeah. Witch, no, vampire, no. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, well, he, he didn't say that he didn't like it, but he said, oh, well, you know, this is tasty, but it's missing something. And then he went into the, like, the full-blown, like, this sucks. Garlic rage. Right. How, how, Garlic rage. Like, how, how big of an ass... I'm going with him being the asshole on this For one. For sure. How big of an asshole do you have to be? Like, that's gotta be, like, horrifying. Like, you have your friends over, you spend time making a meal for them, and the first thing that someone says is like, oh, this is missing something. Garlic? No, I didn't use it. And then they just trash, you know, all right. this stuff that you put for on. For a month. For yeah. a month. For a you month. Know? We wouldn't be friends anymore no. after that. No. no. You're Definitely never coming not. over to my house again. Yeah. And especially just because, like, she has GERD. It's not that she doesn't like garlic. It's that she has GERD and it triggers her GERD. And so, like, as somebody who has GERD, like, I understand that. 
And like there are times where like there are foods that will sometimes trigger my my stomach problems and other times they won't or like in small amounts because the other thing was like well you're drinking alcohol right and that triggers GERD but like she had she said that she like flattened it I'm assuming she let it went go flat right and, probably open it let it sit right and then like if she's drinking one and then like there are foods that trigger it more than others right. and it's just like she's not an asshole for having one flat hard seltzer when she knows for sure that garlic is going to trigger it bad every time right yeah i mean i mean the audacity to tell someone what their medical condition is right like you can't drink that you have gerd or right. you're lying right. about it like you you're not like, uh, if you can drink alcohol you can eat garlic exactly yeah. like that affects you like actually no it, it, it doesn't you know if it was fresh or like you know just cracked open it would but like i know my limitations i know what affects my body this guy's just a total douche. I feel like this, the, our cooker, I, they didn't say that she was a female, did they? Yeah, she is. She okay. refers to herself as she. I was going to say she has to be because, like, <laughs> just like I didn't really believe about the pain that a woman feels during childbirth. Mm-hmm. You know, women are, like, historically. Hysterical. Hysterical and, like, not taken seriously, especially in terms of, like, ment- like illness and, mm-hmm. like, pain and, like, stomach issues and stuff like that so uh it's i'm gonna say it's not really his fault right because uh he's a man and uh he's been you know society has failed him he's a product of his environment (laughs) and uh he's uh, underestimating the severity of uh this woman's disorder i think that like the uh the first unless you guys used it or you and tyler used it this could be the first uh instance on this show that we dropped the word mansplaining because it sounds like he mansplained how oh yeah right how uh her gird worked which you know this in the in this survey this is a correct way of it being used in a way that just is like you're you're an asshole right you talk to somebody right. like that like oh you're like a, he knows better because he's a man you're he's like yeah, let, me, let me explain you know uh, right. human biology to you because well, let you're, me explain you know, your medical condition exactly you. exactly right yeah so despite him being wrong by society he's definitely still the asshole mm-hmm. oh yeah i just like kick it over that a month later he's, he's still, still talking yeah, about Jesus. it like dude let it go. You literally have nothing else better going on in your life. I feel like a lot of people on Reddit don't have anything better going on in their life, though. Some people just have, like, you know, they don't have the best social skills either. So, like, you ever meet the people that, like... Tell yeah. the same... So tell the same joke. Yeah, yeah, like, you have, like, you know, like, say you tell me a joke. When you guys tell me a joke and I laugh at it, I find it genuinely funny. So you hang on to that for, like, right. every time I fucking... Yeah. That's what this guy reminds me of, is, right. like... He got some kind of rise, and so he just goes with it. But more importantly, you know what really sticks out to me in this story? Did you? It said that he uses like four hundred cloves yeah, of garlic. Yeah, like he to makes that cook. right. He will put like four hundred cloves of garlic in <laughs> a dish. Obviously, that's a, a little bit of an <laughs> right, exaggeration. I think that's probably but. hyperbole. But he clearly talks about garlic constantly to the point where that felt like an accurate um, hyperbole for her to use. Okay, right. So I guess I guess uh. Keeps that motherfucking thing on him, dude. Yeah. Could you be friends with somebody who uses that much garlic? Or talks about garlic that much? I don't think so. Uh, probably. If I, that was like... She said that this is like part of his personality. Yeah. Is yeah. his garlic love. Like if like if I'm in the delivery room as the, the mother 
and the boys are talking about garlic, you know? Like, get the fuck out of <laughs> yeah. my room and never I mean, come back. That's like, an acceptable <laughs> reason to kick somebody out. I'm definitely, like, reevaluating my choices about who my husband is at that point. <laughs> oh, right. God, yeah. yeah. yeah I right. Did I make a mistake here? Right. Yeah, is did... it too late to yeah. uh, cancel this? Yeah, besides your awful breath from eating garlic nonstop <laughs> every day, you know, like, the talking about it is what put it, puts it over the edge. Right. right, just always. I mean, I feel like he has to be talking about it so much for her to describe it as a part of his personality, we you should, know? We should start throwing, like, cycle them around to, to different friends' houses or apartments and throwing parties where one person that shows up to the party specifically just lambasts the <laughs> fuck out of the, the out of house for something that they do, you know? Yeah. I think I think that could be entertaining. That could it be would fun. be entertaining. I feel like it would be an interesting social experiment to see right. how everybody else reacts. Like try to try to like without talking to them beforehand, you don't want the inside info, just try to pinpoint what you think they're most proud of. Right. <laughs> Tear right. that down. And just, just burn it to the ground. Because, right. it, because this is what this guy did. Yeah. This is what this guy did. Right. Like, she made you food. Yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. And just because it doesn't have one ingredient? It's ruined. Sir, is calm there a, down. Is there an opposite, like, I, I'm sure there is, like, an antonym to... to Allergy, because that's what he's got going on here. <laughs> hmm. He's I, a garlic-aholic, like, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's an addict. He's right. a garlic He's a garlic, he's a garlic junkie, dude. Yeah. He needs it. He clearly has problems. He so, needs to seek help. So I guess I can empathize a little bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> in conclusion, we're all on the same page with this one, finally. Nice work. It took us four tries, but we can all agree that this lady is not the asshole, and that this garlic fucking mean <laughs> junkie crackhead is absolutely the asshole yes it took a it, we did it it took an orders final it took an extreme case of uh food shaming for tony to go against the boys finally right. yeah. yeah well this is the only one I, I i you know and i i thought about that too the whole time when you guys were talking about stuff about how i can twist this around and side with the boys but I just really, I couldn't come up with anything, dude. Mm. I couldn't think of any logical reason, or even illogical, because yeah. that's not out of the realm of possibilities that <laughs> this guy is not the asshole in this situation. Mm-hmm. The only one I could think was what I started with, the Van Helsing thing. Right. You know, if she's That's really the only excuse that he could use. Right. Yeah. That she was she actually was a vampire. vampire. And that he was a vampire slayer. And that's why he called her out on the alcohol. He's like, oh, you got GERD? Why are you drinking alcohol? You right. You fucking right. vampire. I know you're trying to <laughs> yeah. fucking trick me, right. vampire. Is that really even cider in that? Yeah. yeah. Goddamn bloodsucker. You, know? <laughs> you gotta watch out for the vampires, though, dude. They're making a comeback. I'm sure. I believe it. I believe it. I dude. saw that movie with Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt about whatever. I forget what the Vampire movie. Diaries? No. Uh, interview. interview. Interview with, with vampire. vampire. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're coming back, dude. But... This has been uh, super fun. I hope all of you listeners out there, all the people, all the fine ladies and gentlemen, vampires, if you're out there, watch your fucking back because we're on to your tricks now, you sons of bitches. And uh, all the aliens, everybody across the globe, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Everything at Once here with your boys, T-Bone, Thugnificent, Slayer of Gods and Breaker of Worlds. Sea Lion, a.k.a. Sea Linda, a.k.a. Sea Money, a.k.a. 
Cash Money, a.k.a. Celinda, and Scrub, Diggity, Dog, Dave. Peace out, everybody. Bye. I love y'all. Yeah.